This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hot Pie Media. Stuk, 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 be done, be. Made by G.L.Broad. guys welcome to the gray area podcast i am your host aaron cheatham and the place to be man it is a special week uh special short episode of the podcast this week this week uh marks the return of football i don't know about you guys but i am pumped it is football season it is football time and this week I'm giving my football predictions this is the nfl predictions for this year before we get into that though I do have something for you guys. Now, I've been talking about this. We were supposed to do it when we hit 500 on the uh, Hot Pie page, uh, which it did hit. We did hit 500 on the Hot Pie page. Now we got our own page, the gray area uh, page on Hot Pie Media's YouTube account. Um, And in celebration, in honor of that, we have the new Selena Cup, as promised, being unwrapped and unveiled right here. Hold on. Let me get this wrapper you know, they put this plastic on really tight. All right, don't mind me. Hold on, finna. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, nothing professional about that, and definitely nothing sexy about me chewing on some plastic. But here we go. We are unwrapping the new Selena Cup. Bam, fresh from South Texas. Take a look at that. Look at this. This is this is beautiful. Look at that. Right there. This is the Selena 25-year anniversary cup. Boom. New cup unveiled right here for you guys on the Gray Area Podcast. I'm going to go ahead and put some water in it. Um, shout out to my special co-host, Silent Ken, a.k.a. KC in the place to be. No, you don't do anything. All right. <laughs> put some water in here. And while I'm doing this, I want to give a shout out real quick. Um this is something I was supposed to do a couple of weeks ago, but life has been crazy and I uh, and it got away from me. Um, but I do want to give a shout out um, here in the Austin comedy scene. We lost a great friend a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chris Seeley. Uh, we lost him to COVID, I think, two weeks ago now. Um, and damn it, this that one hurt. That one hurt a lot. Um, so condolences to the Seeley family, uh, to his girlfriend, the kids. Uh, everybody that was close to him. Chris was Chris was a good person in the scene. He was a great friend. Uh, anybody that was trying to try just, you know, trying to do this comedy thing. Chris was a was a was an ally to all of us. He gave us a stage up at Anderson Mill Pub where you could work, work out stuff. Uh, I mean, if you if you were aspiring to be a headliner, Chris was the guy to talk to. He'd give you 30, 40 minutes on stage in front of a real audience. Sometimes the audience wasn't great. Sometimes you had to work your ass off for that room. And other times it was magic. Um, either way, though, Chris believed in us. He believed in the scene. He believed in comedy. Uh, I've been on the road with Chris. He's a great dude, man. And he'd give anybody a chance. And it's it sucks that he's that he's gone. It, uh, it, it really sucks that Chris is gone, man. So um, let me just say personally, Chris, you were like a brother, man. I loved you. Uh, you were a great dude, a great friend. 
you were there for anybody that needed it. You were always there, man. And, um, and I'm sorry to see you gone and anybody that's struggling with the loss of anybody, man, there's resources out there for you. Um, there's plenty of places that uh, you can get counseling, talk to somebody or just, you know, hit up a friend. In fact, you guys hit up a friend just to make sure they're okay. Um, cause we've all, we've all lost a little bit in the past 18 months. And, uh, Chris, we'll think about you, man. And I'm so glad to see that Castro and Hudak are going to be keeping the shows going over at Anderson Mill Pub. Um, but thoughts and prayers go to Chris Seeley's family, man. Real talk. Um, and now to go from that that note to, um, you know what else, G? Um, I didn't mention last week. I, I was talking about my uh, frustration with the, with the traffic here in Austin. Um, one thing I forgot to mention are these assholes that uh, that come to a complete stop to take a right turn. For what? For what? Take the turn. Take the turn. Why are you coming to a... Why do I have to slam on my brakes so that you could turn into a Randall's parking lot? Just turn. Just turn. Turn. I hate that. I hate people that come to a complete stop. I, like I said, I never had road rage before the pandemic, and now everything irritates me to the umpteenth degree, including you people that go, you know, like in driving class and driver's ed, they tell you it's safe to take a turn between 15 to 20 miles an hour. You don't have to go to two miles. You don't have to come to a complete stop to turn into a freaking street or a, a parking lot. You don't have to. And if you do, you're the worst. Absolutely the worst. But we're here to talk NFL this week. Um, really hard segue. That's a really hard segue from from the passing of a good friend to um, to this. But we're gonna we're gonna try to work it out. It's it's football time. It's football season. NFL is starting. Uh, the first game of the week, uh, first game of the year, we got Cowboys versus Buccaneers. That's a loss for the Cowboys. That's you can hang that L up right now. Um, but I do this every year, man. All the going all the way back to the days at the Black and Tan podcast. Uh, every year we gave out our football predictions, and this year is no different. So I think we're going to have a great year. Uh, a lot of storylines to keep up with this year, a ton of storylines. But we're not going to go through all those right now. There's another show for that, and um, I'm sure I'll touch on them as we go through the season. But I'm going to give you my predictions right now. It's September 3rd, September 3rd, Friday, September 3rd. As of right now, these are my predictions for the NFL season. We're going to start with the AFC. AFC, I got... um. AFC West, I got the Chiefs taking the West. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to be interesting, but ain't nobody out West uh, taking Patrick Mahomes' place. They're, they're, the Chiefs are at the top. Uh, AFC North, that's a tough one. AFC North is a tough one because the Browns look really good this year, but I still believe in Lamar and what Harbaugh are doing out there in Baltimore. So I'm going to go... This is going to be controversial. I'm going to go with the Ravens taking the AFC North. Okay. I got the Ravens taking the North, and, but it's going to be close. I think it'll come down to the head-to-head between the Browns, and I think that uh, the Ravens will take the head-to-head against the Browns, giving them the edge in the division. AFC South, um, that, that's a shit show. So we're going to go with uh, the Colts because nobody else in the South, I think, has a real team. Tennessee looks all right. They got Derrick Henry. They can run. But um, do you really trust Tannehill to, Tannehill to take them to the to the NFC, AFC South title? Mm, nah, Carson Wentz and them boys up in Indian, Indianapolis. I think they got a good squad. They got a solid defense, good running game, 
And if Carson Wentz's head is in the game, he's a far better quarterback than than uh, than Tannehill or anybody in the South. Trevor Lawrence will be interesting, but do you, I mean, it's he's a rookie. Urban Meyer's a rookie coach. They 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 don't have a squad. They don't have a squad. And Houston, we're not even going to talk about Houston. Uh, over in the AFC East, the Bills. That's easy. Bills got it this year. Uh, Josh Allen's on the come up. Um, but watch the Patriots. Watch out for the Patriots and watch out for the Dolphins. I think that's where it's really going to get tricky. Who's going to come in second in the AFC East? Uh, the Dolphins look good, but I don't know that they completely believe in Tua. So, I mean, and their running game, questionable. They got they they upgraded a little bit, but questionable. Uh, I think they got Malcolm Brown. I don't know if that's going to be enough. Um, but they do got receivers. Uh, Devontae Parker is a beast. He's like probably one of the uh, like hidden gems in the league. He's a great receiver, but I got the Bills taking the East. Um, so that gives us who we got the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Colts. And then we have three wild card spots. I'm going to go with um, for the wild cards in the AFC, the Browns for sure. The Browns for sure are a wild card. Um, oh no, I got my list right here. Hold on. I got the Browns. And believe it or not, I got the Patriots. I got the Patriots taking a wild card in the a- in the in AFC, and then it's between the Chargers and the Dolphins for that last AFC wild card spot. I'm gonna go Chargers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Justin uh, Herbert. I'm gonna go with him. I think that boy is bad. And to be honest with you, I think the AFC East is gonna kind of cannibalize each other to the point where. Um, it's going to be between the Dolphins and the Patriots getting into the into the playoffs at that wild card. But I'm going to go with Bill Belichick because last year they had like eight people sit out because of COVID. Uh, so that was a knock against them, which made it like you know a Cam got COVID, so he was out of commission for part of the year. This year they're they got their full regiment back. Um, Mac Mac Jones, who Mac Jones, uh, Mac and Cheese. He's kind of a Bill a Belichick quarterback man he's what he's what uh bill looks for so i think i watch they had a bad year last year but i believe they're going to bounce back that defense is going to be stout the weapons are still so so but i mean their running game is going to be tight they're not asking mac jones to go out there and throw over 400 yards a game um watch them watch watch the patriots come back this year um I got in the AFC championships. Those are the, the, let me run through the teams for the playoffs. I got the Chiefs, the Bills, the Colts, the Ravens, the Browns, the Patriots, and the Chargers. Those are my AFC teams. I got the Bills and the Browns in the AFC championship game. And I got the Bills going to the Super Bowl. On the NFC side, on the NFC side, um, I got the Buccaneers taking the South. Buccaneers taking the NFC South. Tom Brady and the boys, they brought the whole squad back. So, um, they're prepared to run it back this year. They had an off season. They had OTAs. They had all that stuff. Um, and Tom Brady's the greatest football player of all time. If you don't believe that, then, um, go F yourself. Uh, I got the Packers in the North. It's not like they have any competition out there. Packers are going to take the N- NFC North. The Vikings will be solid, but I mean, eh, the NFC North will be more interesting this year, but still there's no competition for the Packers out there. Um, the NFC West where my 49ers are, um, this is probably the toughest division in all of football to call. Real talk. Probably the toughest di- division because you got the Seahawks. You got the Niners. You got the Rams with Matthew Stafford. Then you got um, Kyler Murray down there in, in Arizona. Nobody believes they're going to do anything this year, but they've always, they're, they're, not, they're not an easy out. They're going to make you work. All right. 
that's what they do. The Cardinals are going to make you work with uh, Kyler Murphy. But with those top three teams, the only reason the Niners weren't that good last year is because they got decimated by injuries. The whole squad was hurt last year. Everybody's back now. Everybody's back. They got Trey Lance, Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo will be the starter um, until he's not, which means until he till he goes Garoppolo and either gets injured or he just doesn't produce. So at least at least through week five, Garoppolo is your starter. So I'm going with I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to step out on the limb here and I'm going to say. I'm going to say the 49ers take the West is between for me is a toss up between them and the Seahawks. But the Seahawks offense is one is too reliant on Russell Wilson, right? It's, it goes as he goes. So, the the I mean, you know, they got DK Metcalf. He's a baller. Um, but that offensive line has been shaky. Russell's been running for his life forever. Uh, I'm going. I'm going with the Niners. I'm. I'm. I've. I've been on the fence about this. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Niners are going to take the NFC West. Um, even though the Rams are much improved, I'm going with the Niners taking the NFC West. Uh, and then the NFC East is the hardest to call because everybody sucks in the NFC East. And yes, I know you Cowboys fans might feel some type of way, but you suck. All right. You suck. You guys have been eight and eight religiously for the past five years. You The, the Cowboys suck. All right. You know, you got a couple of seasons where, you know what? The Cowboys have an, a winning record is the anomaly. All right. Them actually making the playoffs is an anomaly. Um, last year, the Washington football team, when are they going to rename that team, by the way? Like, did they just forget they were supposed to do that? You can't keep going by the football team. Uh, but I digress. The Washington football team made the playoffs last year with no quarterback and really no offense to speak of. Um, and they made the 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 playoffs. They won the AFC, the NFC what East last year with no offense. That defense is so damn good, though, that not only did they make the playoffs, but they gave Tom Brady and the Bucks a hell of a scare with uh, Henneke playing quarterback. I thought it was. A, I thought that was a drink. I thought they were talking about ordering drinks and shit. Uh, but that's actually that dude's name. I had never heard of him before. They almost beat the Buccaneers, and I'm like, yo, who is this kid Heineken out here balling out? Um, I'm gonna take Dallas. I think this is the year. This is the year of the anomaly. All right, I got Dallas because if Dak is healthy. They have the most weapons on offense, and it's just a matter of their defense playing good enough so that they can um, they can eke out a couple of wins. They're going to have a lot of close games because their defense is better, but uh, it's it's the Cowboys, man. It's the Cowboys. You can't just go and be like anybody putting money on the Cowboys has money to spend, money to waste. All right, nobody nobody that needs a win is betting on the Cowboys. Um, but I'm gonna give it to them. I think they got the most talent in the division this year. Uh, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be closer than people think. But I got the Cowboys eking out the NFC East title. So that gives us the Buccaneers, the Packers, the Niners, and the Cowboys winning their divisions. The three play, uh, wild card teams. Two of them are coming from that NFC West. I was just talking about. I think we're gonna get three teams from the NFC West, regardless whether um, whether the Niners win the division or not. Um, they're going to be in the playoffs along with the Seahawks and the Rams also going to be wildcard teams. And then I got the Redskins taking that last uh, wildcard spot. So in the NFC side of the uh, coin, that gives us the Bucks, Packs, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks, Rams, and the Washington football team in the playoffs. NFC championship, I got the Buccaneers versus the Seahawks. 
And I got the Seahawks beating the Bucks and going to the Super Bowl, which gives us Seahawks and Bills in the Super Bowl. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. The Bills, oh, they've, they made it four years in a row in the 90s, lost all four times. Let's make it 0 for 5 this year. Seahawks will be our uh, Super Bowl champions. Russell Wilson will raise his stock and uh, be he'll start being in that conversation for the best of all time. He's not. I mean, actually, we all know who the best of all time is. But now you can put him in that echelon with Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and whoever else you want to put on that rung below Tom Brady. That, that will secure Russell Wilson's spot as one of the top three quarterbacks in the game undeniably, unquestionably. Um, there we go. That's it. Gray area predictions for the NFL season this year. Write it down. Book it. Mark it down. If you don't think that I'm right, go ahead and leave a comment. While you're at it, like, subscribe, and share this with everybody. All right? Let's get more people, man. We can put more content out there. Um, thank you guys for, for everybody that's uh, been a part of this ride. We got a lot of stuff coming your way. We're going to be pushing the envelope a little bit. Um, just like Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. God damn it. Here we go. Go Hawks, go. Ew, that felt so terrible to say. Ew. That, uh, I need to get a drink out of my Selena cup because that made my mouth feel some type of way. Mm. Thank you, guys. Until next week, uh, I am Aaron Cheatham. That was our NFL predictions for this year. Thanks for uh, liking and all that good stuff. Until next time, here's Mudding, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.